1: The Ministry of Health says it has sacked the worker who leaked the information that started the Casey Costello sago. Now, the leaked documents suggested that Casey Costello asked for advice on freezing the excise tax on the ciggies when she said she hadn't asked for that advice. Political commentator Peter Dunn is with us now. Hey, Peter. Hi, hello. Should the staffer have got the sack?
0: Well, on the face of it, uh, leaking information is not acceptable behaviour, and I think you could argue that the Ministry of Health and the Public Service Commission have acted appropriately. But there's a bit of a bigger question here. I mean, the Casey Costello link wasn't the only leak that there's been so far during the life of this government. And it just makes me wonder whether they found someone who's being a bit of a scapegoat for all of the leaks, even though they're not responsible for them, because it was looking pretty bad that stuff was leaking all over the show mm. and no one was being held to account. So while I'm, I'm not saying this person shouldn't have been sacked, I just wonder whether they've paid a harsh penalty because of everyone else as well. Yeah, it's yep. trying to send an example, you know.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair point that you're making. And as you say, there have been a lot of leaks, right? Even yesterday, we had NZTA doing the figures itself and then leaking the figures that National has maybe got a $12 billion fiscal hole in funding
0: transport projects. So they're pretty steady, these leaks. Is this normal? Have you seen this before with the change of government? Not, Not by the same extent. No, no way. I mean, there are leaks from time to time. People leak for a variety of reasons. They're politically biased for a start, that's one option, or they genuinely sort of morally believe that the information that they've got is so important the public must have it. But I've never seen such a sustained series of leaks, particularly when a new government comes to office. It's the sort of thing that happens more often when the government's on the way out and people are sort of fed up with it and just want to get rid of it as soon as possible, but very unusual for it to start this way. And it does make you wonder whether there's some sort of an orchestrated campaign uh, Mm. to do that.
1: In which case, Peter, how much harder is this? If this is the kind of resistance that they're facing publicly, are they facing this resistance internally? And how much harder is this making the government's job?
0: Well, the government would expect properly that public servants will be there to help it implement its policies and to advise it on the best way of doing so. You hear whispers that, um, that some of the advice being tended is sort of, do you really want to do this because it's not what we've been doing to date? But I don't think there's any real evidence that there's a concerted pushback from the public sector at this stage. There's obviously individuals who feel aggrieved the election didn't go their way and I suspect they're the ones now who are acting in, in what's an inappropriate way. Yeah, hey Peter, thank you
1: as always a- appreciate talking to you that's Peter Dunn political commentator for more from Heather Duplicy Allen Drive listen live to news talks ZB from 4 p m weekdays or follow the podcast on iheart radio if you enjoyed this podcast you will love our new zealand herald podcast the little things hosted by me francesca rudkin and my good friend louise airy